down in the den. So go tell a friend. The best podcast on earth is about to begin. We got jokes and news and movie reviews. After Dark NC-17 with the crew. Interviews with the best artists around. So like, comment, subscribe. The show starting right now. Let's go. Like, comment, subscribe. The show starting right now. Welcome to Down in the Den. It's your boy, Mars, and we are back again with nothing but the most interesting guests, and we are leveling up every single episode. And today, we have maybe the most interesting guest that we've had in our illustrious broadcasting time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome here, Down in the Den, none other than Marcy Marcy Rockwell. Marcy, how are you doing today? I'm I'm excellent. Hi everybody, I'm Marcy Rocker Girl. It is so wonderful to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Well, thank you so much uh, for joining us here. Your story is awesome. Uh, You are, let me know if I'm missing any hats because you wear a lot of hats. Okay. You're a musician. Yes. A artist. Yes. A model. Yes. Uh, You've done some podcasting. Uh, I, I know I'm missing the acting. I think I've said that already. You've been a video vitsin, and you are a pro wrestling manager. Is that correct? That is correct. You you pretty much covered everything. <laughs> Marcy, are you single? Because I may have a proposal coming your way. You, uh, <laughs> that is super super awesome. I grew up loving wrestling. Everyone knows uh, that knows me knows I'm a big wrestling fan. I love rock music. I love music. So you, you cover all the bases. What is your number one passion? So is it the music? Is it the acting? What's the one? Because there, there's usually one. We're all multifaceted, but usually there's one that we love above the, the most others. What's your number one passion? So my number one passion is writing. I'm, I'm a writer. I love to be creative. I love to take things from zero and form something beautiful. So for me, I started off as, as a writer. I started off writing poems. I wrote my first poem when I was six years old. Then I got into writing songs. Um, I did that all through high school. Then for a short period, I started writing screenplays. You know, I wanted to be a big, big screenplay person. I wanted to live in Hollywood, which I did live in Hollywood. Um, and after screenplays, I actually wrote a novel. Um, I've also written some spoken word. Now, the one thing I haven't done yet is I haven't performed any of my pieces live. <laughs> so that's still on my bucket list. But I, I do have lots of um, pieces that I've, I've written that are really close to my heart. So for me, writing's always been in my blood. I mean, I love the music. The music's great. The pro wrestling, that was definitely an experience. But deep down inside, I've, I've, I've always been a writer. Awesome, awesome. Now that is to me, and that's how I started as well. I think a lot of creators find the written word as their entry into creativity. So I know I started with that as well. And then when I was really young, <laughs> I used to record a talk show. That's when Arsenio Hall 
was big. So I used to record a talk show interviewing my friend. I wish I could find one of those. Oh, that sounds so cute. You definitely have to pull one of those out from if, somewhere. If I can find it. My, my uh, cousin used to buy them from me because I used to care. If I couldn't find a guest, I wouldn't make up a guest. I would just make up a character. I, I don't think I was right, but that's fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to writing, and you mentioned that's your number one passion, what is it about that that you feel just just fulfills you so much? Because I, I think that's the thing about creative, being a creative, it's almost like giving birth without all the pain. So, you know, what do you find it uh, that separates it, that elevates writing above everything else for you? For me, writing is just, it's me. It's the way I express myself. If you read anything I've written, if you read a poem or a song or any, any of my writings, there's so much of me in it. And so I just feel as though I can be the freest through my writing. I, I just feel the most creative when I'm writing. Also, another cool thing about writing is that it's just something that I can do all the time. Like I can write in my sleep, I can write while I'm at work, I can write while I'm at the grocery store. It's something that's inside me so I can carry it everywhere and I can just pull it out and bring it to life. And so, yeah. Yeah, writing is it's just the best. So as an author, I always ask, when I find out people's passions, I like to navigate that into my next question. Uh -huh. I like to know your Mount Rushmore. Who are your four authors that are on your Mount Rushmore that you just you either aspire by or you love the way they write or, you know, just their subtests? Who are like the four authors that you're putting on your Mount Rushmore? Wow, that's really a tough question because I started off um, when I was really young and I've read a lot of romance novels. So even today, I, I still love that genre. I, I love the historical romances. So I have a few authors there. Um, as I got older, I kind of went more like, you know, the V.C. Andrews, the Stephen Kings. I kind of got into a little bit of, you know, more dark. Um, yeah. So, and like now I read a lot of, you know, like self-help books, how to. So I, I kind of, I'm all over the place. Um, but I guess historically it would be, I'm a big fan of the romance genre, huge fan of it. It takes me away from this world, especially when I'm doing historical, you know, <laughs> it takes me to another country, another time, another place. Um, but I also kind of like the thrillers because uh, those are exciting. Um, so yeah, I, I have a big, big mounds and mounds of respect for, for those, those writers. Yeah. It's so funny that you mentioned the, the romantic. I think every little boy growing up, I know my mom, sorry mom, if I, if I put you out here, but she used to have uh, just a closet full of those arabesque love novels and, and things of that nature. They're the best. But I had no idea what they were. I just saw these buff dudes and I'm like, is this a pro wrestling magazine? And then I read it and I was like, oh, oh my God, Bob, what are you reading? So it, it was amazing to me, but that that is awesome. That is awesome. And she loved James Patterson, his thrillers as well. And I, I used to read him. Now, um, you mentioned another one of your many loves, music, and obviously you're, you're a rocker by heart. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> What got in, got you into rock music? What what who exposed you to okay. rock? Two things. Okay, so growing up, um, I was into like you know like 
R&B, hip hop, and I was into rap because I, I grew up in the days when, you know, that stuff was just amazing. But it was mostly, you know, like positive and happy. Right. Um, and then we kind of got into an era where it was more, you know, like gangster and thug. And that really wasn't for me. So I, I'm in high school and there was a lot of people that were into to rock music, but they were more into like, you know, classic rock, you know, like uh, Zeppelin, Hendrix. Right. Um, but then there was another group and they were more into at the time it was, you know, it was like heavy metal, it was glam, you know, it was like, uh, you know, like the Bon Jovi's, the Poisons, or there was the other set, you know, they were the Megadeth, Metallica people. So I, I just found it fascinating. You know, I would just hang out with them, ask them about their favorite artists, you know, and then go home and listen to it. And I discovered like a lot of really cool music. And, you know, I was a big fan of several artists um, when they first came out. Um, Guns N' Roses, their their first album, Appetite, blew me away. Um, Metallica, old Metallica, I loved it. You know, there was like just like certain artists, um, even Nirvana, like when Nirvana first came out, like nobody was doing what they were doing, you know? Um, so for me, I just got exposed to just kind of different subsets of rock and subsets of heavy metal, you know, and even grunge, and I just absorbed it all. And I, the interesting thing about me is I was the girl in high school who had, you know, the rock t-shirts, I had the spandex pants or the little mini skirts, I had the thigh high boots. So even in high school, I was always rocker girl, you know? <laughs> We are who we are, and your story is is very similar to mine. Same thing. Uh, my brother is uh, was ten years older than me, so I always tell people when I was supposed to be listening to Wheels on the Bus, I was listening <laughs> to like NWA. Shouldn't have been, but you know he's like, I'm not listening to Barney, so we're you're gonna listen to what I listen to, and then around '95. I got into rock really, uh, really hard into rock. And I got introduced into rock via Beavis and Butthead. Oh, I love Beavis and Butthead. They were so, so funny. They, they would watch videos and I was like, this isn't bad. This isn't bad. This isn't bad. So I became the rock kid in a predominantly black school. So it was like, hey, what's going on? Now, I understand you're from Philadelphia. Is that correct? I was, I was born and raised here. Um, I did live in Jersey for a few years. Um, I made a trip, a four year long trip to uh, Cali and I did, you know, Hollywood and all that fun stuff. But, you know, I'm a Philly girl born and raised, so. Love Philly and shouts out to Philly, one of my favorite towns in the whole U.S. of A. Now you mentioned you, you've been in Jersey, you've been in California, you, you've been all around the map. Now I, I tease the audience, when I was talking about some of the many hats that you wear. But we have to talk about your history and okay. program. We just have to talk about it for a little bit. I would have sold my left ear to have been a, anything in pro wrestling, anything. That's, that's how much I loved it. How did you stumble across? Because it's very tight knit. It's not like you can go and apply on beawrestler.com and put your, your application in. How did you get involved in that industry? I think it's a lot tougher now. When I actually did it, there was a lot of leagues. You know, I, I'm, I'm from the old school, so it was ECW, it was NWA, WCW, 
obviously it was WWF, which became WWE. Um, when I did it, it was a lot easier to break in. Um, I grew up on wrestling. My mom was a big fan. She took me to all the wrestling matches. Um, and here in Philly, they would come once a month. So once a month we get tickets, you know, we, we would yell and scream and we just have a good time. So, you know, fast forward years later, I'm an adult, I'm still into wrestling. Um, and one day I'm reading this wrestling magazine and in the back of it, they say, you know, buy this little booklet, we'll explain to you how to get into it. And I had never thought about actually doing it myself. I was just a fan, but I was like, you know what? I want to read that, you know, I'm a reader. So I'm like, I want to read that book. So I read the book. And then they at the back, they have a list of all the wrestling schools in America. And I found out that there was a wrestling school in New Jersey, which is right next to Philadelphia. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to at least call them. I'm at least going to go check this place out. This is, you know, this is great. So I went, I checked everything out and I told them, you know, I'm not really a big woman. I don't know if I work as a wrestler per se, but I've always wanted to be a valet. I've always wanted to be that girl who gets to walk down the ring with the wrestler, that girl that gets to cheer them on at ringside, like that, I've always wanted to do that. And they're like, yeah, yeah, they're like, you know, this is what we do. And the thing about being in wrestling is that even if you're not actually wrestling, you have to learn how to handle yourself. So I had to go through the complete, a complete program. I spent a year in pro wrestling school, you know, learning, moves, learning how to avoid confrontations, you know, cat fighting, like really toughening myself up because I'm going to be at ringside and, you know, somebody might grab me or something right. <laughs> to defend myself. Um, but from that, I got a chance to um, do some local shows. I got a chance to manage some bigger name wrestlers as they were coming through. You know, and it, it was just exciting. I, I was in a few wrestling magazines. So I, I think I did it for maybe like about three or four years. But it was it was just amazing. The people that I met, you know, traveling, you know, we did shows like all over. It was it was a definitely a positive experience. And I would not trade that in for the world. And I would say that if there's anybody out there that's thinking about doing it, just just do it. Just try it out, you know. <laughs> Life is too short. If you've got a passion, you 100% have to go with it. And that's what I've always tried to do. Whether it's music or writing or wrestling, if there's something that I really want to do, I, I, I find a way to do it. Well, you have lived a life some consider a myth. And I think that is awesome. I think Dem makes please absorb. I'm going to put a little message somewhere or please absorb these gems that our guests are dropping because that is words of wisdom. If you have a passion for it, go for it. You can always work at the post office. <laughs> USPS isn't going anywhere, but follow your dreams. So I think that's fantastic. Now let, let's talk a little bit about your music. Okay. Um, that I know that's another one of your big passions. Put us through your creative process when it comes to music and uh, let us know where we can find some of your music or where they we can hear you. Uh, I think that would be something that everyone would be interested in. Okay. So um, for me, you know, my, my music is, is just it's everywhere. I'm always writing. I'm, I'm always creating. 
collaborating. I'm, I'm starting to do a lot of collaboration. Um, right now, my biggest focus is I am working on a songwriting demo because um, I have an upcoming appointment with the agent. Because since I write so much music, I'm not going to use it all. You know, I've got some good stuff. So I think I want to share it with other people. So I've been spending a lot of my time working on the songwriting demo. Um, and from that, um, I formed some collaborations. So I will be, you know, doing everything from open mics to some shows. Um, but right now, musically, I'm focusing on the songwriting demo. Um, I also, <laughs> social media, okay. I've been all over social media in the last couple of months. I just started a new Instagram page. Um, I have a Facebook page. So any updates you need. And I try to post um, video clips from anything I'm doing. You know, I, I, I have clips from working with some of my co-writers. I also have clips from one of the music videos that I've done. So I, I always try to, you know, post updates, videos, pictures, and let, let everybody know what's going on. So Instagram, Facebook, check me out at, you know, Marcy Rocker Girl, and that's M-A-R-C-Y, Rocker Girl. And um, yeah, so, I mean, I've, I've got so many projects <laughs> going on at once. So I'm just trying to, you know, throw a little bit out there so I keep everybody informed. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I have even more things upcoming for August. So there'll definitely be a lot of new content updated on my pages. So we're going to put Marcy's handle when this comes out. And of course, we don't see it now, but through the power of the special effects, <laughs> we'll have all of that, uh, that handle up there. I want you guys to follow. I want you to support. She's awesome. She's all over the place doing everything that's awesome. And I think that's awesome. So we'll definitely uh, make sure that we follow, get those follows up and support, support. You're, in a, you're, you're about to be an official den mate, but we had a test for you. Uh-oh, but I do love tests. It sounds like fun. <laughs> it, it is fun. It, it, it should be fun. I'm hoping it's fun. So okay. what we're going to do, we're going to play a little bit of song association. There'll be a in the background when this comes out. But we're going to do uh, a little bit of song association. For those who aren't familiar with the show, if it's your first time tuning in to Den, when we have artists, we either play a game of song association, Mount Rushmore, a little bit of something so you guys can really get into their dynamic personalities because we have, once again, nothing but the most illustrious guests. So we're going to play a three round game of song association. Okay. Rules are simple. I give you a song, I'll give you a word. Okay. And you have to figure out a song with either the word in the lyric. Okay. Or the word in the title. And okay. You'll have 10 seconds. Okay. Now, the tricky part, most, some other shows do something similar. They usually give you 10 songs. And it gives you a lot of room to pass. We only do three here on the den. Okay. So it, it can be a little bit dangerous because if you miss one, you're, you're like a C minus. You're like a C minus. We no, I don't want a C minus. I want to We want to pass. So I'm going to pull up my random word generator. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Here's the first word. Usually I can think of a song just like that, but uh, all right. The word is prediction. P R E D I C T I O N. Prediction. Wow, that's a tough one. That's a hell of a word. That's a hell of a word. 
So we're going to give you 10 seconds. We'll see if we can. And for bonus, because this is a hell of a word. I can't even think of one. If you can make up a song, I'll give you a point. Okay. Even this far. So ready? Go. This is my prediction. I will rock this podcast. <laughs> Does that count? That counts. Well, I, I, I've never seen a word that hard uh, come up with the generator. So we'll give you a point for that. We'll give you a point. I'm the cool teacher. I, I grade on the curve. All right. So word two. This one is easy. Smile is word number two. I can pick up a couple of sauces now. Or it can be in the title. Okay. Oh, jeez, I'm not doing very well at this. Smile. And I do it all the time. Um, I like it. Oh, I like your smile. Oh, yeah. And I should know this because quick story. So when I used to live in uh, California, um, I met this guy who was actually one of Shanice's backup dancers and he loved her. He had this big old photo album, must have had like 500 pictures of him practicing with the dancers and Shanice and he was, oh my God, he loved her so much. So you're right, that is one that I, it should have just came to him because he was always because singing that song. <laughs> well, I tell you, it's not easy under pressure. I always tell people, because uh, I always get, you know, oh, why didn't they think of this song? Why didn't they think of that song? I said, let me give you 10 seconds and see how quickly you think. Trust me, I, I know. But I, wait, but I, I might have not had the song, but I had the story for the word smile. <laughs> I'm going to give you a point for that. So, so you've already passed that. I'm going to give you a point for that. So we're going to do uh, the third and final word, past, P-A-S-T, past, past, okay. You can make up one too. Jeez, I'm making up all these songs. Um, hey. We want oh, this. Pass the, what was that song? Pass the Dochi something? Oh, pass the Dochi on the left hand side. Pass the do right? I thought yeah. it was Pass the Dochi, not Pass the Dochi. It, 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 I know the song you're talking about. You're, you're going to get a point for that. You're going to get a point for that. That's, that's three for three. That means you get your stamp, you're an official dead mate. So. That means, once again, tell everybody where they can find you, where they can look out uh, for you, what you got going on. You've earned it. The floor is yours. Okay. Everybody, please follow me on Instagram and also on Facebook. It is Marcy Rocker Girl. That's M-A-R-C-Y-R-O-C-K-E-R-G-I-R-L. Marcy Rocker Girl. And like I said, there'll be tons of updates, pictures, videos, all kinds of fun stuff. Um, and I can't wait to hear from you. <laughs> Absolutely. So please follow her. Make sure you tell her uh, Down in the Den sent you. Uh, tell her Mars sent you. She has so much awesome content. Once again, her life story is amazing. Just some great artistry. Um, she, just, just make sure you follow and support. That's what we're all about. We're all about making sure creators support other creators. 
So Marcy, it's been my humble pleasure. Thank you so much for gracing us on today's episode. The final word, did you have anything you wanted to let anyone know or, or send any shout outs or anyone? Feel free. Sure, um, I want to send shout out to everybody in my hometown of Philly. I want to send a shout out to um, to my co-writers on this show. A shout out to Paul Presti, uh, to obviously Danny Newport. Um, I want to send a shout out to um, just all of my my friends, family, and everybody who's showing me tons of love and support. And also to you, thank you so much for having me on this. It's been such a good time. Thank you. I had a blast. Thank you so much. We're going to continue to look for from great things from you because I know that's going to happen. And as always, if you ever when that uh, music comes out, anything that you want to uh, promote, you always have a home down in the den. Feel free to uh, shoot me a holler and we'll make sure we get it out there for you. Thank you so much. You're more than welcome. <laughs> well, guys, thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. Uh, we had a blast as usual. It's the, it's the, it's the theme song best podcast on earth so thank you marcy thank you and as always thank you guys for listening deuces bye-bye and so like comment subscribe the show's starting right now let's go like comment subscribe the show's starting right now